Chris Keys with Premier Guitar. Today I'm at the Exit Inn with Torres, better known as Mackenzie Scott. Mackenzie, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, this is great. Uh, that was a little softer side of what you bring to the table as a guitar player and musician. I'm sure as we get into the pedals, we'll hear a little more aggressive, heavier, dirtier side that, uh, that you represent as well. But let's talk guitar first. And mm -hmm. I've seen you actually, the first time I saw you got to wear it to you was at South by Southwest in 2015. Jazz master at the time. Oh yeah. So I'm curious to how the evolution of the guitars you played and now you're ended up on a double humbucker Telecaster. So tell me about the evolution. Um, yeah, I loved playing the Jazzmaster. I still have that. I, um, you know, I started trying out Telecasters, I want to say maybe 2016, um, just to, for a different feel. Um, got really into just the action. I really liked the neck on a Telecaster. And then um, made this discovery. This is a Telecaster thin line, and it's just a lot lighter. Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's a lot lighter than, than any guitar I've ever played, actually. And it actually just came with the double humbucker setup, which is my preference anyway. Yeah. Um, just It's just my preferred sound. I like it heavier and kind of a more round, thicker sound than um, what the normal Telecaster brings. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm working with right now. And I know before, and I don't know if this is the one because the one I identify of you first having the, the Tele as a custom with the duct tape as the strap locks, the duct tape strap locks. Uh, is that that one and you cleaned it up? That one. Okay, it looks looks prettier. I still, thank you. <laughs> I know, I've, I've gotten so many comments about the tape over the years. Um, honestly, I just, I never, the strap locks never really worked for me. I still had several instances on stage where the strap locks just, give. they just give. Yeah. And, and then I'm embarrassed and you know, I have to like stop the song. And so the tape worked for a while, but I realized that was super ugly and I needed to step it up. So I stepped it up to these, um, uh, what's the beer? Um, oh, Grosh. Yeah, the Grosh. Yeah. Uh, there's these little, you know, red rubber pieces that actually come in the cap and yep. I just pop these on and, and I haven't had any issues. That's awesome. It's funny because it's like a double duty. You know, you get get a good beer out of the deal, and then uh, you get oh, some yeah. strap locks. Yeah, I get some beer. <laughs> now, what do you like? Uh, I guess you kind of touched on with the humbuckers versus like the the Jazzmaster pickups that were originally in your Jazzmaster. And I know that you had a family gift was the three thirty five, and that mm -hmm. probably came with humbuckers. Is that where your first taste the humbuckers came? It did. Yeah, that was the first time I played humbuckers, and I just I prefer the sound. Um, more output it's just yeah there's more drive to it there's more like there's just more bite in my opinion my preferred kind of bite yeah. you know um it's just like my kind of preferred timbre and and then i just obviously i, push it, up with I the push it through a bunch of pedals and then it gets <laughs> even dirtier now before we move on uh, these are the two guitars that you have okay and so what strings are you using in tunings and i know that you don't play with a pick You're, you play finger style uh yeah that's correct so I am playing um, some standard Ernie Ball strings okay. right now. Um, they are, these are currently tens, but um, I've been breaking a lot of strings actually. So really? I'm probably gonna have to switch back to 11s. I was just giving it a try because I'm, uh, like you said, I don't use a pick. So I'm, I'm doing a lot of alternating between finger picking and strumming with my fingers. And it, um, I thought I would try some, some lighter gauge strings, but it, I, it turns out it can't handle what I'm... What you're bringing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I love these strings. Um, Typically standard or any other tunings you use? I am mostly in standard tunings. Okay. Occasionally I've got a drop D, but mostly standard. 
And you played on the end with uh, with a capo, so I know that that's part of your repertoire too. Is how do you use that? Is that the capo? Yeah, I mean, it's that's really just you know when I write a song and it's like I find the key that I'm going to sing it in, and yeah. then it's like all right, I guess I'm using a capo, and then I, that's just how it is. I don't I don't tune you know differently. Yeah. I just use the capo um, for for you know uh, I just just to make things easier for myself. And before we move on to the Fender and the pedal board, uh, is it something that you've always had? Uh, you know, your finger style, I know that you've, you've said in other interviews, you're self-taught. Uh, so is that something you just kind of never got away? You didn't like the way the pick feels or sounds? Or is it just kind of like you, you grew up playing that way and, and that's how you're playing? Um, yeah, I mean, so I did, I taught myself to play on an acoustic. And then a few years after that, I, before I graduated high school, I did actually take some classical lessons. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, finger picking again. Um, I went to college in Nashville um, and you know everyone was using a pick but I just never uh, I never could get the hang of navigating really at all with a pick but especially going back and forth between you know I really like I like finger picking like I like to play really um, like crunchy loud aggressive stuff in in the styling of a you know a classical player yeah. somewhat. So um, it just doesn't necessarily work out with pick. And then, you know, I go to like the big power chords, but I'm not going to go grab a pick. And like, it's just not really, I, I just, honestly, I just make my fingers bleed. Like, <laughs> I enjoy that more. I mean, that is, that is as real as it gets. <laughs> yeah, well, you can call it, yeah, you can call it that. <laughs> now, talking about your amp, uh, obviously you have a deluxe here, mm -hmm. deluxe reverb. Now, has that always been the case or has, you know, because you do use pedals and I imagine you're looking for a clean platform for the pedals to do their thing? Yeah, um, I used to use a, uh, was it a Blues Junior? Oh, okay. Yeah, and that was cool for a minute back when I was playing the 335 a lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and then I did a couple tours where I used a twin and that was pretty cool, but it's super sharp and super just like really, I mean, it really just pushes um, very heavily. And since I'm running again, so many pedals, uh, it just made the most sense for me to actually scale it back to this one mm -hmm. because I feel like, like you said, it's a, just kind of a, a very clean bass level. Yeah, and you're not getting as much like output or, or volume as you would get with the twin reverb. Exactly. No, that's that's what I mean. Like because of all of the pedals that I'm using, it doesn't make any sense for me to run it all through a twin. That's it would I would blow people's ears out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they appreciate it. And if they don't, <laughs> I'm gonna you know do that for them. Let's pivot to the pedal board now. The last okay. part of the equation. What are you working with, and what on how do you use it? Sure. Um, so this is a custom board that I actually I just. Uh, I'm very, I was very lucky to have made for this tour um, by uh, Uncle Amplification out of North Carolina. Um, so I've got, as you can see, I'm just controlling everything with these um, uh, bypass switches Which is here. So cool that they're, it's built it's into built the board. It's built into the That's board, so cool. exactly. Um, it's amazing and it makes my life a lot easier. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm working with uh, a few overdrives. Um, I like to have a lot of <laughs> gain stages on the board just because I'm like, uh, you know, I every time I play a song, I feel like I end up kicking up the volume seven or eight times within <laughs> the song just because I get so restless and like, um, I don't know, I just always want more. So I've got three overdrive pedals. Yeah, as I say, like, how are you using them? Are you stacking them or is it kind of independent of each other? I do stack them. Okay. Um, I mean, for, for just kind of like a, a very clean sound, uh, like I said, I was just I was just playing 
this first um, overdrive, but then I like to put it, I like to double it up with this um, Echo Dream. Um, and you just get kind of, so you can hear the difference here. Here's the first one. If I give you this one by itself, a little more of a delay effect on that one. I like to double them. It gives you kind of a slap effect. Now to your knowledge, because Death by Audio does some really crazy stuff to their pedals. It's not like just a delay or just a reverb. Oh, no, no, no. It's, yeah. it's part of my French, but it's fucked up what they do in the <laughs> most beautiful way possible. Death by Audio is the name, and Ollie's in a great band himself. But what does the Echo Dream do that, because it's definitely, between the two, it was definitely a huge uh, jump in output. Yes, uh, the Echo Dream, yeah, it's massive. And um, yeah, it's, it's massive, and I, I really like the, you know, the modulation and the, um, just the ability to make it also act as a, you it's know. like a boost. A, a reverb delay, and okay. yeah, and also a boost. Um, it's just, it just does a lot of things. Um, so I would actually say, I would actually say that that Death by Audio pedal is my most utilized. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I have this uh, Palisades pedal, uh, Earthquaker, which is one of my go-to companies as well. As you can see, I also have the Afterneath by Earthquaker. Which is a trip. It's a trip, totally. Yeah. Um, so I'll just give you that one by itself. It has a few gain stages. We've got. And that's just super low right now. I've got it. I've got it on like one, and then. So as you can see. It jumps quite a bit. Yeah. But I have it set that way. You can make it a cleaner jump. I just, I have it set so that I can really uh, up the volume in increments no, during the show. You your restlessness when you're playing. You, like sometimes you'll, you'll goose it a little bit, maybe where you don't need to or normally do. Do you get down, does that restlessness add to you churning knobs throughout the set? Yes. And readjusting? It does. <laughs> I'm eternally restless. I, and Chasing and sounds? I, yeah, I'm sure half the time it's just like, you know, it sounds great in the house, but on stage, I'm just like, I can't feel it anymore. And I'm turning up my, you know, my in-ears. And I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to come mess with the amp. So I'm going to just, I'm going to fuck with the board until I can feel, you know, up here how I think it should feel. And, and you know, I'm always kind of just screwing around and messing things up. Um, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> That's the, you know, the beauty of a live performance. Totally. That's what makes it fun. Um, yeah, so then I've got this Afterneath, and I use this. Um, I I don't I don't use it too liberally, just because you know I don't like to lean on it. But when I do, um, I really lean into it. Um, so yeah, I'll use it with this clean guy. Just a very, just like a very nice. soundtrack almost. I can really, really make it watery. 
it's, out. It's washed out. It's it's almost church like, but yeah. you know, like in in like the you know a beautiful way, not in a dogmatic way. Not in a fucked up way. <laughs> um, it's like the most beautiful aspects of church. You know, the organ, the music, um, and I do actually like to pair that one. If I uh, if I'm using this. Um, POG, electroharmonics pedal, I do like to pair it with the afterneath quite a bit, um, just to give it, again, that organ-like effect. Yeah, so. let's hear that, the combo. Um, yeah. Maybe this again. to the bottom. <laughs> That's right. Um, and then, yeah. um, here. got a few different sounds on this pog. So the thing I really love about the pog is that um, you can turn the attack down, which is something that I, I frequently mimic manually just by swelling in with the volume mm -hmm. on the guitar but this just does it for you so I have a couple of songs where the guitar part actually has no attack like the one I just played so it's like I can just um, or like here's another sound turn this down so it doesn't blow out your ears Yeah, it really adds to that, really sells the synth sound it's of very, it because yeah, the attack is gone. The synthesizer sound comes through strong, which is, I mean, it's one of my favorite things about playing guitar is that I can also make it a synthesizer. Yeah, you yeah. can take it to other places than just the six strings. Yeah. The typical sounds. These, these two, uh, well, actually, now that I mention it, these four pedals bring the otherworldly sound to the board. So, um, so this Empress uh, delay, super delay is uh pretty pretty diverse uh in what it can do but i really enjoy um let's see what am i going to give you like uh very sparkly yeah a lot um, of artifacts tone crystals yeah, totally, and I can change the uh, the time. Um, and right now I have that set on reverse, um, but it does so many things. It has many settings that I I don't even touch actually because there's just too much to work with. I don't actually, I don't have the time to do it, to, to work with it during the live show the way that I like to, let's say when I'm in the studio recording. Yeah, just it's, it's, it's a great studio tool. Um, and then um, 
this final pedal is a um, Ameris Enzo. Which they make crazy effects it's too. It's really nuts. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I'm still dialing it in, even though I've had it for probably a year. <laughs> probably a lot of surprises in that pedal. It's really surprising. And honestly, even when I set it to the same presets every single night, um, it always does something a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a hard time getting it under control, but that's, again, it's what I love about it. It's just always different. Let's see if I can hopefully make it sound the way that I want to. I'm gonna give you another. This is what I'm talking about. Hold on. <laughs> So it does this thing actually, and where it you you play, and sometimes it gives you the uh, the higher octave, and sometimes it doesn't. You have to adjust the sustain on it, as well as the modulation, to get it kind of to that perfect. <laughs> Lots of, a lot of randomness. Yeah, it's super random. Let me see if I can think of It's crazy. I uh, like I said, I can't tame that beast, at least not yet. Yeah, I feel like that could, should come with like some like ibuprofen or something because it could create some headaches. Because it feels like you could get that sound and then you come back after lunch and that sound isn't there anymore. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> I, you have to be okay with that. Yeah, um, it has a I mind mean, of its own. In fact, there were there were so many times where I used that pedal demoing my new record, Thirstier, and and then when I tried to. I put the settings right back when I went into the studio and it, they were totally different. So there were actually times when I ended up using the guitar part from my demo just on the, on the, the track um, because I couldn't get the sound back. Yeah. And I, that, I, that's probably like, it probably comes off like I'm complaining about the pedal, but not at all, the opposite. Like, I love that, that this pedal is different every time I use it. It has a, almost a humanistic quality to it, the way that it, you know, every day it wakes up a different, different personality almost. <laughs> Who am I going to be today? Yeah. I ask myself the same things. Huh? Well, the pedal's <laughs> got to figure it out, I guess. We're just trying to keep up. Thank you, Mackenzie. All right, everyone, stay safe out there. Keep rocking. This is Premier Guitar for another Rig Rundown.